uh, coming in. Kind of not a very notable TMR. Uh, Serpent or Savage King's Great Axe. Oh, pretty decent attack, but the uh, initial AP 25 herself is also kind of cool, but no other, no like damage multipliers, so not super exciting. Uh, he has a rebranded Viking main job, uh, although notably does not have the uh, miss resist passive to go along with it, but he does get the HP uh, increase and evasion down uh, passive, um, which actually I think that's different as well. He is a main job. Wait, what's the name of it? Savage King. Okay, makes sense. Uh, with Sub Paladin, Sub Ninja. Sub uh, Paladin Ninja is a nice one to have for a lot of units. I mean, it gives you very generic coverage on your, you know, even agility passive, you have move and jump if you need, you have defense and HP, so you can kind of go into these various builds depending on uh, kind of what type of content you're doing. But uh, his ability is going down. He has a barrier break uh, with a range of three and a bunch of uses. That's kind of his, like, spam ability, so to speak. Uh, pretty decent to have. Uh, then he's got a sweet uh self buff called serpent king stance it is a defense 25 buff spirit 15 buff uh defense penetration 20 buff uh with a decrease in healing power so the decrease in healing power is i mean it's a fair you know detriment but i think those other three are really really solid to have all at once uh he's got sorcery shear which is probably one of his coolest abilities it's a it hits all eight spaces around him uh for 165 mod and it cancels ability activations kind of like a jamming thrust uh while also decreasing uh magic on targets so that's a really cool thematic anti-mage sort of ability uh with an interesting range uh, i don't know how many abilities we have that do that sort of all around you type thing i think there might be maybe one other skill um typically it's like one one side right that do all three uh then we have a just a damaging move Range 3. Height 2, pretty good uh, for a Viking-style class uh, with a 30 human killer uh, buff, which I thought, as I'm reading this, I actually just had to, like, fix what I was about to say. I was going to say, oh, it has, like, 30 man-eater on it, but no, it's actually just a 30% human killer buff for self for 3 turns. That's kind of insane. Uh, then yeah, the next one is Mad Tyrant's Reeve. These names are great. Uh, increases slash resist pen for self uh, on this attack, it seems, with a 200 damage mod and a chance to slow. Uh, short range, though. Uh, we'll see how much use he gets out of it. And then his last move is a move that attacks all three spaces in a line and with a chance to stun. And yeah, interesting unit. Um, oh, and then sorry, sub job, uh, Runebringer. Sacrifice some HP for a debuff resistance, 100%, which is pretty good. Uh, with a chance to berserk, not so good. Uh, and then absorb health by 120 with a 121 mod on just kind of a, you know, a, a line of three in front of you sort of thing. Not like a straight line out, but a horizontal line. Uh, yeah, so interesting abilities. Um, he does not have resistance to Berserk, so he could just screw himself there. Did, have you guys gone for him yet? Have anybody Has anybody earned him? Uh, we'll start with Daniel this time. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, I think we all got him. <laughs> Um, I got him. Hey, to, I don't even have Camillo, so. Uh, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was. It, it's weird. Like I, um, you know, like you, you look at your elemental masteries every now and then, and like sometimes they might surprise you. Uh, like we, we we had Mako on last time, and he was talking about having his like his his Earth one maxed, and I was uh, I was looking at it like afterwards. I'm like, wow, I'm only like a level behind him, in terms of like I, I don't have uh, what's his. Um, face mustadio um mm. otherwise i'd be like neck and neck with mako and it's just like it's weird you know um so i don't have a lot of the earth um earth units um, x jobs like up to 120 and moraga is under that like under that banner um i i have him at 99 and i actually kind of like him uh he's he's more of the pain in the ass than i was expecting <laughs> and um i actually i think his his tmr is a little underrated um i would trade it's basically an um, initial AP up from like the red mage job, uh, except for it's it's actually more. It's like you start with twenty five more instead of fifteen more. Um, I, I like that more than like a like a fifteen slash attack mod. Uh, it, you you have more more options. Like you can Fair, right yeah. out the gate, you can just load up the damage like uh, maybe over a couple turns. Um, and and he doesn't have any lack of TP skill like AP generating skills. Um, from both like from each of his jobs it's like ninja uh paladin like they both have like 20 to 30 like tp skills uh, uh tp cost skills um 
like and even like even his main sub job like the ruin bringer that it's like 22 tb so like uh he, he has no lack of, of like ap generation and just being able to start like out the gate with it too um i think that's that's a really cool dynamic that I, we're, we're used to like jobs like lancer for or maybe not lancer but like um i know dragoon and like ranger like they really suck at uh ap generation so like not really having to worry about that with with this like um with this guy that it's it's easy to build him you know i think that's that's a really cool dynamic to have and kind of unexpected for like a unit for free you know what so i haven't gotten him yet either uh just been really lazy but <laughs> i i actually think he's pretty good especially for uh like manual pvp because i uh like he he comes as shukuchi which has like you know plus one move jump which is already what i'm looking for and he has a couple of those skills that have that height range three uh but i think um sorry not height range three, uh, range height two uh but i think you know uh, like i i think he comes in as that missing like earth piece where you can carry keen blade uh so if you have him and like you know you are zazan and Kiton or something you can have him carry that keen blade and rush faster Right, like uh, if you're if you're playing against a gunner or something, you can be at them right at the end of like turn one or something like that, right? So, um, and uh, like you know, it, it, like that TMR in my opinion is really what like people can't see. Everything else you can kind of plan for. You can see the units, you can see that their vision cards. So you really want to make use of uh, that like extra unforeseen something, right? And I think he's able to bring that in for like a Earth team. I think that's what makes him so good. I don't I, I don't think he's, you know, uh great for uh running outside of Earth team. Like I think he's he'll be okay, but I think he's like fantastic for running in like a mono Earth team just because of what he brings. Yeah. I'm actually very shocked that Daniel did not mention that he's access to Dotan in that obviously he does because he's a sub ninja, but I feel like you normally one of your favorite things on a unit is having a typeless ability like that, uh, to make up for the rest of his entire kit being slash. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. It, it didn't really register as much on my radar this time around um, compared to like the other stuff that like jumped out at me. Yeah, so while Locke was talking, I was like, wait a second, does he have all slash text? I'm like, oh, he has Doton, sick. He has the yeah. sort of like the, the backup just in case. Uh, but uh, Woody, how about you? Uh, I have to also admit, I haven't. Pulled, done the event, whatever necessary to to actually have him on my roster. Um, just like similar to Locke, been a little lazy with it, uh, been on vacation. This is one where I'm like, I look at it on paper, I'm like, everything looks great. Like if you look at every single one of his skills, it's like, okay, it does damage, but take that away. Every single one of his skills also does something else, Yeah, which is really cool and, and not necessarily common for, for a lot of units. Um, and he can he can get through any kind of resistance that you have. You know, he's got defense pen, he's got human killer, and he's got uh, slash resistance penetration. So you can't not receive damage from him, which I think is a really cool thing, kind of similar to uh, uh, Black Robe Witch Helena. Um, the and there's just a ton of utility with it. You know, stun slow. All these things really really powerful uh immortal spirit and um really really bulky and his attack stat is just through the roof so also getting that move forward jump too you know there's a lot to like here um i will eventually build him uh, my earth mrs are in a pretty decent spot uh, i'm not going to write home about any of them but you know they're they're all kind of up there uh, i haven't finished camillo um but uh, of all of the um selection quest units that we have foresight into uh, i do think he uh, muraka is probably the the strongest of or the most interesting of all of them for me i did not realize that he had like 608 attack he's he's second <laughs> in attack behind shadow links holy yeah. shit actually this reminds me too i uh i just saw seymour's at like number eight with like 548 uh in the class match uh I ended up using. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually didn't use the well. It was 9s. It was a uh, Kingmont 9s and Seymour. And uh, when I did the attack percent buff from 9s, the what's the ability called? I can't think of the ability, but it gives uh, you accuracy attack. Assault, attack assault field. field. Oh, assault field. Yeah. 
Assault mm-hmm. field, yeah. Uh, Seymour, I think, had 1,600 attack. 1,542, I think it was. 1542? Not 1642? Yeah, I think so. Oh, oh 16. Just round it up. It was fine. a shit yeah. ton, though. It was so much attack. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> these I don't these EX, it. like, high base... Yeah, right? These EX base attacks are nutty. I cannot imagine, like, a Shadowlinks or Miraga. Even Venera's up there, like, 595. Holy crap. Uh, just, like, putting the attack buffs on them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Venera EX don't play, man. She's yeah. She's legit. That's pretty sweet. And it's cool she has the missile type too, so she can use that gigantic uh, uh, attack value with missile damage, which we don't always get to see from... I mean, Frederica has got a lot more now, but she's still not, you know, topping the charts on... Yeah, she's still like 30th in attack. Yeah, it's funny you mention that, because that Venera, like I said, one of my favorite units in the game, I've literally never used her gunner sub-job. Really? It's all, always either been Assassin or Thief. That's interesting because I've always loved like her shotgun blast. That's what I always call it. The whatever the spread shot, whatever the fuck horizontal, the split shot, shot. or yeah. horizontal, or, horizontal. Yeah, where it's just like a, a wave. It, it's just <laughs> I've seen people just melt entire teams, especially yeah. like back when Venera first came out. Uh, my old oh, leader. Yeah. yeah, she was. There was this one map where it, people would always funnel, and she would just walk up, and he had these recordings almost every day of just like shotgun blasting all three units every day. <laughs> Not only her, but like 9S with like the uh, Clairvoyant Astrologer VC ability, mm. like the, like armor or whatever it is. He just mm-hmm. blows people up. And like, you know, the uh, Kododama wielder, like the bursting light, sometimes mm-hmm. that can be surprising damage. The shotgun blast, like, uh, yeah, don't underestimate that shit. Um, before we get too far away from it, I just wanted to real quick mention, like, for anyone listening who maybe is kind of in the same boat in terms of like not doing these selection quests, um, I would recommend uh, doing, like, there's, there's, there's 10 for each selection quest. I would like even if you don't plan on building a unit, at least get to 10. Uh, sometimes it can be a pain in the ass to to complete um, like every mission for like every quest, but get to 10 whether or not you do that for all the ones with beneath it. Um, try to finish the missions for number 10 because you can you're missing out on these monthly rewards. Like there's like you can get 100 prisms for that elements, like uh, like 50 I don't know fragments of thought and like there's monthly? like one or two, yeah. So every month you can get a hundred prisms at least, and then you can get them just from like uh, skipping like ten of them with like you know ten event skip tickets or whatever. Um, you just you max out. You like the last time I did it, it was like literally the 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 first day of the of this month. I did like a skip of ten, like sixty energy, and ended up getting like two hundred prisms. You can only get a hundred, so it, it tapped it out. Um, but I would I would get to ten. Try to do all the missions for ten for uh, for every selection quest, and uh, just cash in on those rewards and just forget about it for the rest of the month. I definitely didn't know that was a thing. There was like a, a monthly reset reward for it. I thought it was just like you play these, you earn the unit, and that's it. Yeah. All right. I have to break out the MRs one of these days. Then <laughs> I gotta finish. Uh, I think Liviel is the one that I want to use that I don't have. Uh, at ninety nine yet, but we'll get there. She's like. 20 shards or less so uh yeah so i think although not all of us have him i, I do think uh as we sort of agreed here he he does seem pretty solid for live pvp whether or not i mean maybe it is just for mono earth but in general I, I really do like his kid and like you were saying woody just having relevant effects attached to these various ranges and forms of damage uh seems pretty sweet but if we have no more thoughts about him, we can move into this week, which we'll start with uh, the other non-limited unit, which is Velric, uh, before we get into the spice for the week. So, Oran? Yeah, right, Oran. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, don't hurt me like that, man. The way it's calling that. I, I, uh, I love Oran. Uh, you know, his his two-handed, physical, great sword main job with Pugula Soldier subjob. Uh, we're seeing the same thing here, except it's with Nightblade. Uh, I definitely wish there was at least one of those sub jobs different just to make it feel different, but whatever. I love Oran. Maybe having two Orans would be great too. Uh, he does have 25 defense pen in the master builder, which is pretty sweet. Uh, his TMR is an armor piece with almost 500 HP, quite a bit, uh, 10 defense, 10 accuracy, decent spread. The skill is a 15 defense buff and a bravery uh, buff for allies. I do like the bravery one because I believe, uh, hey. It's another one to train your bravery if you didn't get Cecil uh, maxed out, which is pretty sweet. 
um, being non-limited. He, uh, we, we kind of know generally what Nightblade does by now, uh, but he does get a couple upgrades to his. So the first is a passive, which is uh, Nightblade Secret Arts, interesting, uh, from Nightblade Mastery, which adds on top of the 30% attack and the 25 accuracy, you get increased healing power for self. It's a very strange peculiar yeah thing to have attached to it. I believe it will help with the lifesteal on the Drain Rush. Uh, which it looks like well, looking down there, uh, he does have an upgrade on that. But uh, yes. he also gets a counter upgrade. So he not only gets a passive up or a counter upgrade, he also gets a passive upgrade, which is really, uh, it's like, there could have been like one more skill in there. But uh, his flurry counter goes up to, oh no, that's not an EX buff, right? That's just a Pugilist thing we were yeah. talking about earlier. Passive. It goes 50%. Yeah. Okay. So that's the flurry enhancement passive. Skip that. Uh his Drain Rush becomes Drain Assault. So, same damage mod. It says Absorb N-A-N percent. I'm assuming, is that just all of it? No, or I think it's 60%. It's supposed to be 60. Yeah. It, why does it say this? I'm so confused. Yeah. It's like, it said I 60 before when I looked at it. Yeah, it's bugging out right now or something. It's uh, like sodium nitrogen percent right now. It also gets an additional range, though, which honestly, Drain Rush being three range is pretty sick. Like even like 9S and I believe, does King Mon have Drain Rush? Yes. Pretty sure. Uh, did I or say he's yes? A, no, he's a resist. No. no, okay, sorry. I was thinking yeah. 9S. Yeah, no. he has AP drain. I don't know, whatever. I, I actually don't think he does, correct. but but nine S definitely has drain rush, and I use it yeah, all the time on him, especially to chain yeah, one on or two B or whoever else. Uh, giving an extra range would be super impactful because I mean the most prohibitive part of this skill has been the range two, uh, especially on maps with like the pillars and stuff. Sometimes you can't maneuver in a right way to get to that range, so having that extra is beautiful. Uh, and then his job 25 skills midnight wall which is a physical uh barrier or it says oh yeah three times so it's a barrier uh of 50 which is pretty good so you can kind of stack that up with a if you have another way to give him like a magic barrier you could stack them both up to kind of build your own mastery tmr plus some uh and it's high tp value which is nice to see on a buff that you generally want to use at the beginning of the game so yeah uh obviously i had i felt obligated to pull for him uh we did it we got him, uh, so my Ice Master will continue to climb. <laughs> but did anybody else pull for Valric and or have any thoughts about him in live PvP? I'd lock, you're shaking your head, I, I guarantee. <laughs> I know you're not. Uh, Daniel, what about you? We uh, we won't ask how much Vizier you spent. Let's, let's keep some secrets for the man. For me? Um, yeah. Oh, there's only four pulls. Oh, holy shit, okay. I didn't do um, I didn't do the step ups this time around. I actually the shards not being on the step ups was enough to make me go to try for the pity bars and uh I got him on eighty percent, so the first time around. I I thought about pulling on his banner, um, but I was like, uh, eh, he's another non limited non collab unit. I'll pick him yep. up eventually. I'd really like to have him. I, I enjoy his theme and his kit and stuff. Um obviously like I pretty much want to collect every pugilist or monk or you know fist like striker, um, uh, but I was tempted by his step up. the The first I did the first three steps. The third step is free, obviously. Right. Second step was for the awakening prisms ticket for three hundred of those. Um, I don't expect to ever miss out on those in the near future because I keep running out of prisms. It's super annoying. Oh, so is it a like, prism ticket? Yeah, um, the thing is, oh, I might have to do that too. Yeah, so I might be doing that for the near future in terms of step ups, um, instead of like banner pulls or whatever. I didn't get him, um, but I'm collecting his shards. I'm doing you know the daily like you know whatever 25 million, uh, gill, purchase, uh, you know the pulls, um, but I do not have him yet. I don't expect to pick him up uh, before his banner's gone, uh, but I'm looking forward to building him. Actually, I think the biggest detriment is I don't think I built two Oron great swords. So if I'm going to use them together for like the thematic sort of, you know, ice, big sword bros team. Uh, You're right. Rip. I, I'm, rip. I'm halfway through. I'm halfway towards saving. Uh, I'm halfway through the recipes for like a second um, ice brands. Oh, and man. I'm Animal. tempted to use those ice crisps for the second, you know, two handed, you know, orange katana or whatever. Uh, and then uh, what do you what about you? So before we 
get into that. Let me get this straight. So you made four light swords, but you <laughs> made two of these these ice ones. All right, I just want to get that out You're there. You talking about, about me? Yeah, you, man. I didn't. I didn't make four swords. I said I wouldn't. Uh, maybe want to. I oh, made man. I made one, and I have enough to make a. I have enough recipes to make like four, but I did not farm enough of those materials to make that many. Yeah, you've got to be a madman to, to get through all that. I had enough to make four in recipes, but I was only able to make one. Like, with the actual... I think it was those little, like, fucking light bead things, or whatever those were. Oh, right. Like, yeah, yeah, seeds, you, had to, you had to get a ton of those. Yeah, thousands. Of nuts. Uh, anyway, um, I did not pull for him. Uh, I do think he's another one of these really interesting units. Um, I think the, the timing of his release is quite unfortunate, given some of the foresight that we have of uh, some of the limited units that might be in the not-too-distant future. Um, but I do find the healing up passive um, combined with the, the EX buff on that drain rush. Uh, for the absorb to be really, really interesting. Um, I'm assuming they stack, um, but if he just can go in there and chain that up and just start absorbing back a bunch of lost HP uh, with that barrier uh, that he has on top of it. Um, and what does he have? Six passive defense, something like that. So I imagine you can get him pretty tanky. Um, and then sleep and disable res. Uh, sleep becoming more relevant as mm. as um, kind of time goes on. I think with uh, Summer Catone, I, I think sleep's going to be a little bit, you have to at least be aware of it. Whereas in the past, you know, you never had, had to think twice about it. And obviously Disable Res, you'll have to see it. Uh, so a lot, of, a lot of fun stuff on his kit. Uh, just like Daniel said, non-limited. Uh, he'll come to me eventually. And, and I think that's the right place to to put them but yeah i mean if you like ice units and he's he's got a lot of fun stuff in his kit i think something cool about the healing power too is thinking ahead to if i were to build a mono ice team uh i probably have either fryavia or rosa on that team in order to, pro to provide support and since he's unlikely to be a unit i'd have 97 faith on having that extra bit of uh oomph on the heels would be pretty nice uh because i mean i'm using that passive anyway for the attack percent and the accuracy it just it's it feels kind of mandatory self-sacrifice not so much um and warrior spirit i mean he has no shortage of attack percent buffs um you may go warrior spirit flurry enhancement on average depending on what you're trying to do accuracy more health whatever uh but yeah i think that just having that on his kit is is really cool for the units that you'd be using with which going forward i think mono ice is something i'm going to really try to focus on I, I think it's worth mentioning uh real, real quick sorry to interrupt uh um, oh, good uh, as as we're I'm sure we're intimately familiar with at this point with these class matches with the healing down, um, the healing power buff um, also helps for incoming heals. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, uh, he can afford to have a lower faith if you don't intend to use him for like status effects or whatever, um, and still have that healing power buff and still get like a higher rate of healing from from healers. Helps with crystals too, right? <laughs> I mean, even just uh, that. Because crystals are like cut really far on the healing as well when you pick them up with the ceiling down class matches. So I mean, it might help there too. I don't know how those percentages multiply together, but yeah, yeah. I don't know who's in charge of the uh, the math department over at Square <laughs> Enix, but uh, fifty percent down seems to be more like ninety percent down by by it's, my math. So. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, it, it's because it's in and out, right? Like so, I'm reduced by fifty, and the receiving is by fifty. You, so then you think it'd be seventy-five, but apparently that means fifty plus fifty. But we'll cap it at ninety, so people don't get pissed. <laughs> That's what that seems like. Yeah, maths. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But anyway, on to I think the star of the show this week, uh, which is Summer Kilfay. Also known oh, I thought as... I was the star of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Also known as uh, Simfe, uh, I think <laughs> she she uh, has. Well, I think one of the craziest, exciting TMRs uh, in a while. I don't know. I something about this just really appeals to me. So restoring AP by twenty for self, on top of the twenty TP cost giving you ten, and a shell with agility attached, and at three hundred and three HP, like having above that 300 mark in HP alongside agility is pretty crazy. And eight as spirit, an it, like it has it, as an accessory. Yeah, it, it's, well, I think pretty crazy and two uses. 
very so solid. It's yeah. a massive AP generator. Grants you shell, which is pretty important right now specifically, but even, I mean, it's a pretty generically useful thing. It's the second time we've talked about shell this uh, podcast. I just, I will never not be excited about protecting shell. I guess until we start getting common ways to remove it, but it just hasn't really happened yet. Uh, I think before we talk about uh, her skills, who went for her? I Daniel. went for one pity. Guilty. Yeah. Nice. Uh, did so? Did you you didn't get her though, Lock? No. Oh damn. And then uh, what do you did get her? Uh, I got lucky. I told myself I was gonna do uh, kind of similar to what Daniel talked about with Velric, the the first three on the step up, and got her on the free pull. So, hey, there you go. Nice. Very happy with that decision because I really, really, really did not want to go all the way to pity <laughs> on her. Um, and I didn't have to, so <laughs> you get to uh, work the viz a little bit more. And then, uh, Daniel, how, how, how'd your pulls go? Um, I've been getting really bad luck with nine step pulls lately. Uh, a whiff thunder on all the nine step uh steps. Um, I was, I was trying to remember for a moment, like, did I get her on like the, the paid three step or did I just get her on like the first uh pull on her own banner? But I, uh, you know, one of those two. Oh, actually, now that you say that out loud, uh, I got Velric on the pay banner. I forgot that I, I went to 80%. I looked at my viz total, and I was like, shit. I'm like, I can either do two more pulls to go for the pity 25%, or, and because I was going to start eating into my paid anyway, I'm like, or I can do three pulls for a 50%. I'm like, yeah. math has to go here. So I actually, I feel like I wasted a pull on the regular banner. Uh, so I did four on regular and then the three on the page. So it actually, it did take a little bit more for Velric, but I did get kill, uh, kill fate on the fourth pull on her banner. Like no, without the pain. They're getting us a little bit with increasing the rate to 50% on these paid mm -hmm. banners. It used to be 25%. I think more people are, are investing in the, the 50%. I mean, it banner. used to be 33% sometimes too. They don't only give us three, but like it was an even split. It. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it used to just be even splits. If it was three units, four units, whatever. Um, but yeah, it definitely helps to see that 50% versus the other two. Obviously, it feels a lot worse when you don't get it. It's like, man, it's higher. It's twice the chance of the other two. It's Yeah, but it's also equal chance to get not so what not you want it, yeah. versus what you... And that's the important thing. People get so pissed. I, I think I've mentioned this before, but about, oh, I hate when there's multiple featured units. I'm like, the important number is chance to get and chance not to get. It doesn't matter what the not to get set includes if it's another unit that's also featured. It's just that other number that you know, yeah. It's just that much more of a probability yeah. to get a UR unit, right? But uh, yeah, eh, know, whatever. I mean, the percentages are weird, and you know, no one's gonna ever be fully happy with their gotcha game experience. But um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the the three paid really should be somewhere between eighty and a hundred percent likelihood <laughs> to to pull the unit. But uh, yeah. you know, fifty percent it is what it is maybe maybe 40 20 20 or not 40 sorry not 40 uh 60 20 20 <laughs> just something a little better yeah something to just push the odds kind of where you you feel like it's in your favor as opposed to a coin flip suppose the better you make the odds though the worse the feeling is when you don't get it no Hey man, don't tell me about ninety-five five misses. I, I know all about those ninety-seven three misses. So. <laughs> anyway, all right. So getting onto the unit herself, uh, she's another one that's sort of a I don't know if I want to call it a Viking reprint, but it's it, it you know it's an axe class. I think the reason it feels so much like uh, Moraga's feels like Viking, hers feels like Viking is Viking's literally the only axe job in the game. Whereas we have a million different like slash jobs or staff jobs that it's hard to sort of, you know, there's a lot of variety in those. There's not variety in this one. But anyway. Yeah. Ninja Blades and Axes really get snubbed for some reason. Yeah. Ninja Blade. I, I still can't believe they even separated that out as an individual weapon type, but that's another conversation. <laughs> so at least this well, isn't like light was. So I imagine it's kind of a, a tip of the cap to, fair, to tactics fair. back in the day. But Maybe you can make design improvements over time. Why not? <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong but yeah so her uh main job passive is called natural instincts it gives a 25 uh accuracy buff and 40 defense bend so we're already starting off pretty nice there she also has access to thief lore which is another great one i assume natural instincts thief lore is going to be kind of her default unless you're going for a very heavy damage build and, you, and for some reason you don't want uh the defense bend over the 60 percent attack 
Uh, acquired AP, very niche. Unlikely to be something you default to, but there could be situations where certain content would warrant it. Uh, her uh, reaction for her unique job is 20% uh, chance to proc on all damage. Reduces damage taken. So it's basically Paladin's Guard, right? Just the same thing as Paladin's mm -hmm. Guard? Uh, Sword Guard. Sword Guard, that one. Yep. Uh, but moving on to her main job abilities, which some of these are the reason I wanted her. So uh, she has the slow on a... This looks like a range 5 ability. Yeah, range 5 <laughs> spam ability that with a chance to slow. Seems good. What's that? Oh, no, I was, I was just laughing at it, like, just the crazy range. It's like, it makes me think of uh, Orlando. Oh, yeah, the, <laughs> the bullshit slash units having range 5 and Black Mage 7 range 4. AP, yeah, I know. 5 casts. Five. Yeah. yeah, Orlando was slow. Yeah, and this is the unit that gets the TMR that just gives you a shit ton of AP. So, like, one activation of her TMR gives you two, two of these, maybe three or four, depending on her starting AP. Uh, but then her buff, her next buff, uh, I'm just kind of skipping over the originals and just going to the upgraded versions from now on. Cause like realistically we're probably trying to fully utilize unit if you pull them. So she gets spirit ward mastery, which is a 40% attack buff, uh, for herself and surrounding allies, uh, spirit by 15 for herself and surrounding allies. And then also magic resist by 20%. So this is a really sweet thing to have on her, especially on her main job. Like, there's, I think, is it Spellblade where you have to have the sub job to get the magic resist buff a lot of the time if you're main? Correct. If, so, it's nice to have this uh, just at all times as what seems to be kind of her theme, which is like anti-magic. Uh, then you get Frostwind Axe, which is a 165 mod, which is respectable. 25% chance to inflict our new, uh, our new favorite status here, Frostbite. Uh, for three turns, and then also a 100% chance to uh, grant regen for self, which is interesting to have like a, you know, an AP damaging over time thing on your opponent and HP for yourself. I mean, I'm yeah, not going to complain. AP poison nice. plus regen is nice. Yeah, so that's actually something. Oh, and it uh, makes it cheaper too. It goes from 22 to 18 AP, so it's almost like another spam, and it's an AoE. Really cool ability. Uh, but yeah, we, we were talking the other day. Um, I say the other day, I think it was like a week ago. But Frostbite actually, we, yeah, we found out it damages AP. So it doesn't just, like, stop your generation of it. It also, like, takes it away. So very yeah, impactful. That's the 5 to 10x. That's the 10% of your max AP. Yeah. I, I did the uh, Frieza's fight for uh, to get my Esper up to, like, max or whatever. And I got hit with him. Like, oh, let's see what it does. Cool. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's taking away my AP. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought I planned for this. Nope. Uh, but yeah, then she has Call of the Wild, which is an accuracy 30 buff uh, for herself and surrounding allies. When I say surrounding, I mean a little cross. And then uh, also Slash Resist Penetration by 30. All these numbers are pretty solid. So, I mean, she's got the 40% attack, the 30 Slash uh, Pen, 30 accuracy, the 40 Defense Pen and Passive. Really, really substantial numbers. Uh, then she has a, a Barrier Break that, again, it happens before the damage is done. Unfortunately, a short range. And a fair AP cost, uh, but it does hit in the whole sort of line in front of her, uh, within you know the one in front and then the two diagonals, uh, as axe abilities tend to, and a, and a range height of two, which is not to be you know, uh, not to be forgotten. Then her last ability is a range two uh, ability called Black Panther Punish, interesting name, <laughs> uh, which increases defense pen by forty. So that's an eighty percent defense pen uh, on this ability in specific. 200 damage mod, and it's going to lifesteal 40% of damage dealt. That's pretty sweet, uh, especially given these you know these 120 units having such high health pools now. Having lifesteal to sustain is pretty powerful. Then her two uh, sub-job abilities are just some more damage options. One's just a 165. It helps chain. It's a two-hit, range three. Uh, and then Tiger Maw, which is a, an attack and magic debuff, uh, 39%, a little uh, cross AoE. So a little decent range, uh, fair damage. Um, like I said, Soldier and Thief as the sub-jobs, and then she has a Light Imperil uh, LB from range 3, no big AoE or anything, so it's it's all right. Uh, it definitely could be useful on those sort of mono-light teams. But yeah, overall thoughts on her, kind of what made you pull for her, etc. Let's start with Woody. Yeah, actually, so uh, I wasn't going to go... Oh, go for it, Mark. Go ahead. My, um, my battery's actually about to die. Okay. So uh, I'm like uh i, I will like it's like at like two percent so i'm like i'm literally gonna die back 
So I think I'll just, like, get off, or... Okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, do you want to give us your last thoughts real quick on her? Sure. Um, I, I think she's interesting. Uh, she has a lot of potential. Uh, like she, I think she comes with move four, right? Because she has one of those additional moves on her passives. Is that correct? Oh, she has state floor. Yeah, yeah floor, yeah. So uh, she has move four, and then she has um, she has limited skills with like you know height two, with that uh, the one with the barrier break, but it's only at, like range one, so it's a bit harder to use. Um, so I don't know. She's like somewhere in the middle of the pack, like just starting out, and then because uh, her like her unique thing is obviously the frostbite, but to really make use of it, like you really want her to have it ninety some faith, and she does. She has very little disable resist and no stop resist. And I mean, as powerful as like, you know, Frostbite seems, stop is obviously a lot more impactful, right? Like that's just, you're done or, or death, right? Yeah. So um, I don't know, like, I, I'm like, that's why I was like, I was looking at her, I was like, okay, maybe like, she looks like a nice unit, yellow before one pity. But even if I got her, I don't actually know if I'll get pull her, like, you know, uh, invest in her to 120, just because I don't know how often I'd use her because of, mm -hmm. of, of these limitations. I think she's definitely very interesting and very cool because she has like that uh like you know magic resist like so much magic resist like she has spirit resist uh and magic resist together in her kit i think um and then shell on her on her uh, tmr so uh very interesting in it but i i don't know like i don't think she'd be as powerful as i'd like her to be just because of um like i, I mean because of all these like magic resistance having high faith is not really a detriment like i don't think she'll be taking too much extra damage from magic Sources just because she's built against it so so well, mm -hmm. but like everything is going to like status effects, right? Like if like I can, I'm I'm comfortable running Federica at 97 faith, for example, because the chances of her dying are higher than getting stopped because she has like you know very little health and defenses. But uh, summer kill phase is like going to be a frontline that you're probably going to run in and, and you want her to survive, so it makes her I think particularly vulnerable, right? And um, if frostbite is what you're really going for with her, I think that's a detriment. With Ninus, for example, like he lands a stun, that's an extra. I don't plan on bringing right. Ninus to land a stun, right? But I would probably plan on summer kill fate to to do frostbite. So that's what I think. It's a draw to her kit, yeah. So like, do you want to right. utilize it, and then what conflicting with not wanting to be? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry. All right. We're we'll see. Leave, but literally, no, it's a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, anyway, see you. I'm so. Boom, gotta change the frame now in the video. Uh yeah, so anyway, sorry. Uh Woody, your thoughts on Summer Kill Fan? Uh I really like this unit. Uh really liking the slow, the accuracy buff, the spirit buff, magic resistance, uh frostbite, regen, and absorb damage, barrier break, slash resistance <laughs> penetration. Like it she just has every piece that you really want for an attacker. Uh she can you know, uh, remove units from a fight with either slow or frostbite, or, or she can then force damage through with the defense pen and slash resistance penetration. So she's not going to not do damage, uh, which I really, really like. And then has one of my, my favorite passives with uh, steel time and uh, snipe dagger for confusion. And then the uh, light resistance debuff on the limit break is just like the cherry on the top especially for um the duanes the the black rope which helena's the you know the the plethora of dark units running around you're gonna want that and then i feel like pairing with a, a unit like yuna that can just kind of stand on the back line and just keep her completely healed up when when she's not using regen or absorbing 40% of the damage done from yeah. her 200% mod Black Panther punish. Um, it's going to be really, really hard to get through that combo of units and um, getting, you know, you can also, I believe, get Yuna to, to nullify magic damage with that 20% magic resistance. So you can just completely shut off um, magic damage from from your opponent which i think is just really really powerful and then she she can also be built fairly bulky on the the defense side with some creative gearing so yeah she's not going to be you know stopping all physical damage and magic damage at the same time but you're you're probably not going to one shot her regardless of who you bring against her which i really really like more of these these 
bulky units, which is completely different from how I started playing the game on the more evade side where you just get <laughs> either you hit me or you one shot me. Um, so this is kind of that the, the more modern era of the game where you're not just going to, to one punch through them. And then having all that extra utility and accuracy buff uh, on the side of it. I love it. Yeah, I do think she has the really, really big variety of options, uh, especially like, yeah, I mean, you probably don't want her on 97 Faith, but there, there's such a plethora of like just collateral status effects that if one lands, it's going to help impact the match. Uh, and she's got the yeah slow frostbite. Uh, the if you depending on your sub job, you could have doom apparently on Grim Reaper, <laughs> like from Soldier. You could have paralyzed down there. Uh, confusion from Snipe Dagger. She's got all kinds of interesting things attached. Uh, sorry, I think I'm probably taking some things from Daniel. Though. Daniel, uh, talk about her a little bit. No, I was really, I was enjoying you getting carried away with that. That's yeah, you were you were saying a lot of the uh, a lot of my thoughts as well. Like I I was definitely gonna run her at like seventy faith, and I was kind of yeah, red, like, that's kind of like, yeah on the fence on like whether I wanted to max like ninety seven faith or. Um, I haven't really had much chance uh, to to play around with her, like uh, like practicality wise, you know, uh, to get like more of a feel for her. But um, our uh, our friend uh, Bodega on the PvP Discord, he was kind enough to uh, post some screenshots recently about like the kind of damage she was taking from Black Rose uh, Helena, um, like after getting buffed, uh, from, you know, buffs on both of the units and stuff. Uh, she was taking like maybe. 30 to 50 percent uh of her health from like some of helena's like uh like big shot uh damage skills um so that was that was surprising to me like i wasn't initially super excited about this unit uh she's cost 90 she's limited um but i have started shifting to more of a save for limited units and um eventually pick up non-limited units you know so sure, like yeah. that plus her tmr i think is really nice um that was that was a big part of me pulling for her um, yeah her uh one of the things i wasn't excited for is like actually her her, her spirit and magic resist buff um I, I wasn't a big fan of the the hybrid nature of it like generally when you're when you're stacking defenses um, like you're stacking like attack resistances or you're stacking defense or, or spirit, whatever you want to, you want to stack more of one. Um, but it, it's interesting. Like the more we have these defense penetration or attack resistance penetration uh, units and abilities and skills or whatever. Um, it's interesting how like hybrid skills, like what summer kill they has. Mm -hmm, exactly. Um, they're, they're, they're actually, they can be a benefit instead of mm -hmm. a detriment. Um, so yeah, I, I've never really been a big fan of like Vikings and like axe characters. Like they haven't been well well represented. Like Yarma just gets trash talked all the time. Um, right, for like, so. uh, but Summer Kilfay is actually probably going to be like the first axe user where I'm like, oh, maybe I should build a plus five golden axe or just use Moraga's TMR and uh, just you know try to compensate with the rest of her gear. Moraga's TMR is an interesting one for her actually. Yeah. Yeah, like instead you sold, of using, you sold me a little bit on the the, the giving up the fifteen AP. mod. Yeah, yeah. I mean, instead of using her TMR, um, I mean, yeah, it's really nice having that agility, but you could use like the pod uh, accessory, whatever, to compensate for that. Um, but the initial twenty five AP just straight out the gate, just to be able to like, I don't know, double quicken her and like get off like the frost axe or whatever. Well, the um, thing is, like, if there's a difference between, so say you could go maybe do two attacks, buff, small attack. Maybe that's the best case scenario. You can do like two small attacks, buff, but but you have the extra AP. Uh, you're getting what an extra fifteen, fifteen. So let's just call it forty five modification percent yeah. worth of damage. But if you have more AP and you can do like big attack, big attack, or big attack, small attack, yeah, and then like skip that buff and maybe do another small three stalls in a row without buffing, like that's more damage per turn yeah. than those fifteen would have given you because your base one sixty five or something is significantly more. So. I can definitely see that being a, a fair argument. And I think especially, a big... Oh, sorry, what? Especially for situations where, like, it's it's almost... Uh, it's not detrimental, but, like, uh, like in class match with the uh, the AP crystals, like, you're kind of you're kind of wasting a turn if you're trying to buff, you know, like, uh, the Aziz's TMR. Like, you don't you don't really need bells if you can just run up to a crystal and just not really have Pac to... Pac-Man that shit. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> um but yeah sometimes it's, it's not it's it's not always about the ap generation you know yeah and i think the biggest 
well, one of the biggest aspects to why her job is so much more compelling than a Viking job would be is the fact she has access to this range five spammy move so that she actually can do damage while approaching. Now, her AoEs are three plus one on a few of them, so basically range four. So that's also good. She has um, a ton of AoEs. Yeah, so she has a lot of options for angles and ways to hit people. And then, uh, again, like we talked about with, I think it was Moraga, where everything has some kind of either on hit or chance to do something or something else attached. That It's not just like 165 damage, nothing else. <laughs> like it's 165 plus something. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a really sweet unit. Um, and charm and disable res and sleep res on yeah. top of it. So, shape disabler? What's oh, 10%. 10%, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, sleep and charm. Now, how crazy would it have been if she had steel heart on her thief subject <laughs> instead oh. of mug? Dude, now, I'd... if she. What's that? That was actually one of my original criticisms. Like, uh, if we had to record it last week, um, where like, I hadn't had the chance to build her and be like, oh, you know, maybe things are different. Like, uh, on each of her sub jobs, like, there was like one or two missing things that were critical. Uh, from for me to be like, wow, this unit is so much better if she had these sneak uh, attack soldier would be beautiful. Sub. Soldier sub. She doesn't have um she doesn't have uh drain force. Drain force. She doesn't yeah. have hazard break. Uh she doesn't have steel steel heart from from thief. Um, or sneak she, attack. She, get, she just get mugged, but yeah, she doesn't have the guaranteed hit from sneak attack. And I was like, man, you know, like why did they not give her these things, especially when she's 90 cost and she's limited. Um but I'm kind of getting sold for like maybe she is worth it. I, I think like it would have been too much thing. at that point, like adding Maybe, yeah. a charm threat on top of it, adding drain force on top of it. Like you're just never going to cut through her at that point. And one other thought on the whole, like, you know, faith value argument, putting her at like 70. I think I, I get the question a lot, like even, especially like even on stream where people are like, Oh, what faith value is your rain? What faith value is your fry I'm like 97, 97. Like, but then they take more damage. They're supposed to be magic tanks to take more damage. Well, I'm like, exactly. They can afford to have the higher value to have greater yeah. status effects because they already take less damage. So I'm not trying to make them take 100 instead of 400 if it means that I have a chance to disable somebody like more consistently. So I think that could be one thing for her, which is why I believe... Like, my Kmon's 70 faith, even though he probably shouldn't be. Because I just want the yeah. extra little bit for like yeah. the disables and stuns and whatever else that may happen throughout my fights with him. So I could definitely see her being in that realm. Since, again, yeah, she has this doom if I'm ever on uh, Soldier Sub and on top of, especially the Frostbite. I mean, Frostbite's the big, like, interesting draw to her, whether or not it hits, but uh, it could really screw up people's plans. Yeah, especially if you've got, like, one hyper carry. Yeah. I mean, they're they're done at that point. You know, they might get one attack in, maybe two, if they've like already had a fully charged uh, bells cycle. Right. Um, but then at the end of it, then they're at zero. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like then yeah. they got to start from scratch and build it back up. And usually by that point, you're nearing the end of the battle as it is. So it's uh, it's very very strong. And I'm I am one of those guilty people who has King Mont at 97 faith. Um, so I could see the argument for for giving Summer Kill Fay 97 faith, uh, but I'm not going to besmirch anybody if they choose 70 or 97 or 50. Like you can definitely make a case for all three options, which just right. speaks to the value of the unit in that you have different ways that you can approach it. Which also is sort of a like psychological extra value in like class match is you you don't you have to spend that time to check her faith to really understand what they're what your opponent's trying to do to you with her uh because if they have it at 50 they're not thinking too much about the frostbite or any other status effects she could be inflicting so she's probably doing something else whereas yeah, if they have on 97 you. you know what they want they want to come in at you and like hit that frostbite hit the slow or whatever else she has uh based on her sub jobs that are equipped uh coming in for those status effects and really trying to get value out of those uh, and then, like you, you know, which of your units matches up best? Because if you throw in your ninety-seven versus your fifty, you know, different outcomes. So, yeah, uh, I think she also pairs really, really nicely with uh, with Rob. Uh, there's there's a lot of synergy with Rob's TMR or not TMR, his uh, vision card. And then on top of that, you also have the uh, steel vision from from the thief. So you can you can do some cheeky uh, strategies uh, building around that the different. Um, a variety of, of light units that we have 120s versions of anyway 
think Thief is probably my first go-to for her, just because having Steel Time and Steel Vision uh, are really nice options, and she already has some decent self-buffs to supplement those when I'm not in range of enemies. Uh, whereas, like, Hazard Form's the only TP skill I get from Soldier, and the damage skills there aren't really super long-range or anything, and I'm probably just using the main job instead. Um, and her sub-job's alright, but it's not amazing. I guess if I had a chain, maybe, but it's not typically a PvP issue. Like, it helps a lot, but, uh, or it can help a lot. Yeah, for a raid. But not always. Well, I mean, even in PvP, like, sometimes, like, doing, like, a Drain Rush, like, especially if I'm using, like, a bulky 9S and a bulky Kingmont, if I can go, like, Drain Rush into Kingmont, then, you know, damage up puts significantly higher. But, yeah, I think the utility from Thief, especially having Snipe Dagger for, from range, if someone's not immune to Confuse and you want to go for that high roll. I really no, like Analyzing Edge. Um, that's why I usually have, uh, like, Orin and, like, Gilgamesh on, on Soldier Sub because of, like, things like Paralyzing Edge. Really? Um, uh, be because of just, like, the, the Paralyze. Like, uh, you don't often see units have, like, Paralyze Resistance or a Paralyze, like, a Null buff, you know? Um, yeah. So it, it's, it's a nice... Uh, a nice, like, uh, strategy to use when, like, you're kind of limited on tools or on time, like, you know, the, the you know, 30-second turn timer. Oh, still my arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah, it is only an 86 mod, which is the only thing I'll say about Paralyzing Edge. Like, you want to do some damage along with your yeah. statuses. Uh, but no, I'm, yeah, Paralyzing, Paralyze itself is definitely a nicer status. Until you get your opponent to high rolls, those 20% chances of just never actually gets paralyzed and it's just tilting. <laughs> yeah. But again, that speaks to her versatility, so that's just, yeah. like, rounding out the kit even more. So, um, throwback you guys... to our MR matches. <laughs> when you paralyzed Mike Margaret and she took all three turns. Oh. <laughs> um, I'd so say 20%, that... 20%, 20%. That's what? A and 1% then, probability we, of well, happening? The, the, wow. the thing is, that match we paralyzed each other. All three of his hit, all three of mine missed. Like on my unit. Naturally, of course. <laughs> That's the way it works. I can't believe you remembered that. Uh, but uh, I did like some of my last thoughts um, for for this unit. Um, one of them was, uh, you know, pairing them with Rob with his his uh, vision card, flash of insight. Um, I'm not impressed with her luck, um, like like her her end game like luck stat. It's only like I think she ends up with like two thirty five or something like that. Uh, for somebody with the the thief sub job, like it, it sucks having that low kind of score for like um, uh, like what her evade would end up being um like if you're trying to build an evade team like you wouldn't really bring like a like a light mr um unless like you were forced to like you're you know making you're making cuts like budget cuts or whatever because of limited team costs like and she seems like a light mr in terms of like evade you know um so she's she's a nice like uh evade support but it, it sucks not being able to have um all evade on an evade team you know my only counter to that is if you're, say you're coming to the, the very, very end of a match and say there's only 15 to 20 ticks left on the clock, if you're able to then uh, buff with shadow cast and then hit the, say it's a one-on-one, -on -one, the remaining unit with steel vision, you're now at 85 evade. Yeah. Plus if you're, you're working with uh, Rob's vision card, which I believe gives the, the 20 yeah. uh, evade, if I recall. So now you're at... 105 of eight like yeah. you're, it's not going to be a guaranteed hit by any means from your opponent even with her her low base luck stat yeah it's a it's a decent stacking of evade but we've seen all too often where like even evade heavy units are still getting like a 50 percent chance to hit, be hit by units that you wouldn't really expect to have that high of accuracy um that plus like all of the guaranteed hits that we've uh been having lately uh, it just like I don't know when evade works against a team that like uh, isn't really prepared to deal with it. It's amazing, right? Um, but like I think nowadays most people have at least like one answer to evade in terms of guaranteed hit or like. Well, yeah, you have to. Whatever. Yeah, so um, I think that's one of her drawbacks is her low like uh, luck or slash low lower evade than maybe desired. Um, I did have one more question for you guys. Do you notice anything else that might be considered a drawback for her in terms of facing other teams or other units? Let me uh, look real quick. I had to close her page for a second. Uh... I mean, the not having jump to definitely big drawback, but that's that's pretty pretty broad question. Um, 
uh, I don't want to wait too long. Um, what stands out to me is that she's vulnerable to ranged attackers, uh, missile attackers like Frederica or like oh, minus sure. five there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just her her natural minus five resistance, but like uh, unless you put her on a team with I don't know like the the Carbuncle VC or whatever the one that like gives light missile resistance or whatever. Like you really need to build her against missile resistance uh, to uh, to try to survive. And even with that, like Frederica has the missile res pen. Um, you got to go out of your way uh, to try to build her towards missile resistance when you're probably going to be focusing more on hunting down magic teams with her, you know? Um, so her along with, you know, like Rob has the same issue. Like um, he gets like shot down with sharpshoots um, if, you know, if you're not careful or, you know, guaranteed hit barrages <laughs> by, uh, you know, um, Summer Lilith. Uh, so that, that to me is like one of the other drawbacks I see with her. Um, like you're, it's going to be difficult to deal with missile users. Which is interesting because, like I mentioned earlier, although she doesn't have the passive, Vikings typically do have, they tend to have higher yeah. natural missile resist, so it's interesting to see her shift off of that. I guess it's because she's supposed to be more valuable against those magic teams, but... I mean, it's hard to evade missile attacks when you're wearing a swimsuit. Like, there's not a lot of armor <laughs> blocking that out. Fair, yeah. No, no, that's, like, the less clothes you're wearing, the more armor you have, right? Yeah, Isn't right. that the way it works? <laughs> Unless you're Maybe playing WoW, that... Then it just matters how big your shoulders are. Oh man! <laughs> but any uh, besides, I, were those the last thoughts for uh, Summer Kill Fame? I don't think I have too much else to comment on other than I'll have some feedback maybe in the next like week or two with uh, when I actually get to start using her. I mean, I think fun unit, but definitely not game breaking. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah. a good place to be, right? Like a lot of interesting definitely. tools and reasons to use, but not like must pull because otherwise those feel awful, right? I hate when there's a unit for. Like, there's, there's fear of missing out, which is just like, oh, I think this would be cool to have. And then there's fear of missing out, like, I feel like I won't be relevant. Like, that's a very important distinction. And I think yeah, she's like she when Yuna first dropped. That. Yeah. Yuna, I was thinking about this. Mama the Helena. Day. Yeah. When I was taking a shower the other day, I was like, I don't know how this came up, but I was like, man, if someone asked me what were like mistakes in the game, and it was like Yuna's kit would be one major one. But. I remember why I was like, I was planning for, I don't know if it's for the podcast. Like, I don't know if it was that same day, like when we were going to record or whatever, uh, the first time around, but, uh, yeah, I had a bunch of like questions going through my head and that was one of them. But. I just wish they gave her S enough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Uh, I do have one question if we're, we're winding down here. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I need to know about that chair behind senior <laughs> Jim Boone over there. <laughs> there you go. What what is that? I need the story. Oh man, uh, the story is that I'm over at my girlfriend's parents' house in the basement, and uh, they they there's obviously a bunch of stuff down there. This is what they use for storage. Um, it's funny, like I don't remember if this is like an SEA thing, but so that's a shield, and it looks badass. Um, it's a phoenix for those. I'm I'm sure we're all aware what a phoenix looks like. Um, it's my girlfriend's dad uh, owns that, and like he used to be. Like, uh, he used to, like, train in some kind of sword fighting, like, group or something like that. Um, and then, so he's, he's, that's kind of the story is, like, that it's his, and it's weird that, like, uh, I'm, like, the girl I'm dating, like, her dad is into sword fighting. I'm into sword fighting. I, I help people get better at it. Um, like, uh, we, we have, you know, we have, like, sparred with each other a few times, um, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big LARPer. I, I won. I'm younger. I'm more spry. I, I'm more practice. Like he, he's out of practice. He doesn't. He, he isn't sparred in a long time. Um, but like I'm, I'm a LARPer. Um, so like I have a shield like that, but except for it's like a heater shield where like it, it tapers down to a point, you know. Um, and mine is a Griffin, whereas his is a Phoenix. It's just weird the parallels. Like uh, her dad <laughs> and I are so similar in multiple ways, and like my girlfriend hates it. She's like, <laughs> she, she hates it when like people compare her dad and I. It's just some Freudian guilt there, I suppose. Um, <laughs> somewhere in that the electric complex. Uh, yeah. um, it was it was sitting like uh, um, next to some shelves or whatever, and like I was I was setting up because it's my first time recording uh, down here. And uh, I saw that, and I was like, I want to put that in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember you intentionally moving the chair. I was like, why is he getting up? Oh, okay. That was before you got on here, Woody. <laughs> uh, thank you for asking, by the way. Oh, man. No, how could you not? It's beautiful. Look at it. <laughs> 
But yeah, I think that does conclude us for this week. Uh, we will touch on the golden anklet next week, which I think is another big talking point, but that may warrant a longer conversation uh, than I think we have time for today. But Woody, thank you for joining us. And oh, kind of thank you for having insight. me. Uh, I think you, I, I appreciate that you went beyond just this class match and sort of talked about just like kind of theory in general and how you've sort of developed your thoughts on live PvP. But uh, we'll definitely have to, I kind of want to do, I've been thinking of doing like a round table thing sometime, but I don't know how chaotic it would be, but Woody, I'd have you back for that if we ever did it. Just have like uh, eight people or something, like all different, like old past guests or whatever and have everybody talk I would once. be honored. But, uh, I don't know if I, yeah, I have to think about the logistics. I've been wanting to do it, but it's a lot of voices at once. <laughs> I'm thinking you guys got to do some, uh, uh, you got, you got to cast some, some live PVP matches and with, with commentary coming in and maybe even uh, uh getting the uh telestrator out and breaking down so like pausing it because it's not live right and then going into some potential strategies i, I, a I can put it on the how-to guide i can do the projector and like because uh, I, I have one i haven't really set it up yet but uh put it on the wall i can like stand up and just like right here i think they should move this spot like this if it comes down here and like draw lines yeah right break right. it down <laughs> the football break sport like the commentators yeah. are like <laughs> Yeah, exactly i have it on like a whiteboard so i can draw stuff and then erase it <laughs> uh, but anyway yeah there's so many ideas for content but just you know gotta find the time and the people so many and hours in the day yeah, right like I, yeah. I still want to do hand and brain but we haven't gotten there yet so. oh yeah um anyway thank you everybody i hope you enjoyed thank you again woody for being on the cast uh i've been zach bro i've been dana boone lock has been locked <laughs> right. I've been Woody Wins. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. <laughs>